0: Hey, it's Chris and Kylie. We're just a couple of jerks who need help following Jesus. Our podcast is
1: all about humility and finding direction and purpose, especially when life gets hard or things don't turn out like we thought they would. Welcome to Following Jesus for Jerks. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. How is everybody out there? I don't know why I'm asking a question yeah. if they can't answer. How are you, Chris? Are
0: I'm, we- I'm okay. You're okay. <laughs> it's awesome. A, it's been a week. I want. I can't wait to hear about. Let's it. Let's dive right in, shall we? Let's do. Let me tell you. A week ago, saw my neighbor kid back into my car, <laughs> and you'd be so proud of me. Is this the neighbor that was going to help you at the door? No, other neighbor. Other neighbor. I have great neighbors. Okay. Hope so. I have great neighbors. Their kids have are great different neighbors stories. <laughs> yeah do they have a great neighbor I don't know (laughs) um so neighbor kid it's I don't know 10 o'clock at night I'm just I'm just shutting off the lights in my house like downstairs to go up and go to bed actually it was probably more like 8 30 let's be honest I don't think it was 10 o'clock at night it was it was early anyways I just I'm in my living room I just happen to see the neighbor kid trying to parallel park in front of my house and I'm I'm like, wow, he's way off. <laughs> this doesn't look good. And then all of a sudden, I see him hit my car, and my car bounces. I'm like, oh, and oh man, as you as you can imagine, I was cool, calm, and collected. I'm sure. No, but actually, I want to. I want to. I want to give. I don't want to. I want to brag on Jesus, when there's something to brag about, and there's always something to brag about. But in sure. this case. I, I want to be really clear, like what I'm about to talk about, like this This podcast is called Following Jesus for Jerks. I'm a jerk. Kylie, you're a jerk. But this week, I wasn't a jerk because of Jesus. Yeah. And that's the truth. And so I see this kid do it, and I'm like, what the heck? He takes off. And I I, I give him a minute. I am figure, all right, I see him parked like way down the street. I'm like, okay. So I wait until he gets in the house, and I go out and I just take a look, and there's a he drives a black car. There's a giant black mark on my white car. <sighs> okay, Lord, let me let me try and look like you. So knock on his knock on his door. The mom comes out, and her first thing was, oh, which one of my which one of my kids blocked your driveway? Because <laughs> right? I have a driveway, I just I just, I just don't use it. So. I was like, no, I wish that's all it was. (laughs) I was like, I think your kid hit my car. She's like, what? She gets him out. He comes out. She's like, did you hit his car? And you can see this look on his face of, I, I was sure he was about to lie. But he looked at his mom. He looked at me and he's like, yeah, I did. I'm sorry. I was like, it's okay. Let's, you know, he's like, was there any damage? I said, there's a black smudge in my car. Let's go take a look at it together. Sure. You know, I, wanted, yeah. I, want, I want you and I to go, go see it together. So we went over, and you know what? It wound up just being dirt. Like, I guess his black car was uber dirty, mm. like, really dirty. So he wiped it off. And, and we just talked after. I was like, look, man. And I was just thinking, you know, we've talked before. We've talked right here yeah. about our, our response to, like, aid someone else's humility. Right, that it's not just about us, but when we see someone else having to humble themselves, like our response can't, like Jesus wouldn't be like, I told you so, you know, (laughs) he, he loved people. And so I'm sitting there and I'm like, man, if, if I, if I love, I don't even know his name, but if I love this kid. What would I, how would I treat him? And so first thing I found out his name, made sure he knew my name. I was like, look, man, ring my doorbell, knock on my door. Something like that ever happens. Like we're neighbors. I'm not gonna get mad at you. If something happens where you're hurt, something happens where you, even if you ruin something in mind, let's say this 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 was worse, come knock on my door, you know, and just invited him into relationship. And and uh, I don't know. I think that's what Jesus would have done. Yeah. And uh, And so we went from that. And then... Someone stole my bike. Mm. My bicycle that I was riding last, last year and getting ready for spring. And shame on me for having it out, but it was out on my property. It wasn't it wasn't put away. I didn't have it in my basement or garage or anything. Someone stole it. Mm. How'd you handle that? I don't know. Because I, I don't know who stole it. It's not it's not recovered, right? I don't have like video footage or anything like that. I know how I wanted to handle it and it wasn't exactly like Jesus. But <laughs> isn't it that internal dialogue that was, begins the whole deal? Yes, and that's exactly it was you it know? was it was this temptation. Yeah. to go into this this rage, this this uh almost this, this like to just be self-centered about it. Yeah. Like why is why is all this happening to me? <laughs> As if it's all about me, right, so there's this constant temptation for that, but I was very real right then, and then, just as I say, this isn't all about me, and then i uh i go I have to fill a tire in my car twice in forty eight hours, the same tire, so I go to a mechanic shop, I was like, hey, can you check out i have a I have a leak like can you can you plug it They spend an hour not finding any leak. So I'm like, okay, this is, now this is this is starting to get weird. Leave that mechanic shop. It's snowing, and it's, the roads aren't very good. I'm, uh, I'm gonna run home. I'm gonna grab dinner. I had made that appointment in the middle of my workday, so I still had to go finish my workday, right? I'm around the corner from my house in the snow. And Kylie, I'm so careful. I'm such a good driver. I say that without any pride. That's not true. <laughs> sure. I say that with a lot of pride, but I'm working on it. But I'm, I'm a good driver. I'm a careful driver. <sighs> but the person behind me was not. And mm. wham! Uh. I'm, I'm sitting at. I'm, I'm, I I come to a, sl- a slow stop at a at a red light in a, in a very. I don't know if you drove on Thursday night, but uh, it was yeah. it wasn't fun. And uh, some some young girl backs in or not backs in me. Some young girl rear ends me. Minor, minor damage. I mean, really, really minimal. Sure, minor damage, and same thing. My initially, this like I, f- I felt this invitation to self. Yeah, it was this. Oh, the nerve of this! Like, I'm so careful. Why would this happen? And then right after, I felt another stronger invitation into. Okay, if Jesus got rear-ended, how would he respond? And I came out. Calmed the girl down. She was freaking out. Made sure she was okay. We talked about it. And she was so nervous. She was young, all right? It's, it's the first time she's ever hit anyone. Sure. And I don't know. I, again, I'm, I I want to be clear. I'm bragging on Jesus. But his. his prerogative in that moment, I felt like, was to ease her anxiousness, her worry, her nervousness. And so I, that's what I tried to do, and it was just all right, you're okay, I'm okay We're, obviously something needs like we have to call the police, call the insurance, like we have to do something, sure, but let like it's okay, I'm not upset with you i'm not I'm not flipping out, like you can relax read really, you know I'd tell her that a bunch of times before she finally believed me, right, but uh, she had her mom on the phone who was freaking out and but anyways got all that taken care of you know it's literally around the corner from my house go home cook dinner eat dinner deal with the insurance company get in my car to go to work and on the around the other corner from my house again safely came to arrest at a stoplight and wham a second car oh within two hours rear ends me <laughs> so either my car has become a magnet for chevy's so if you drive a Chevy, <laughs> stay away, please. Um, or something else is going on. I don't know what's going on. I just—it's I just—it's been happening. rough traveling. Yeah, around here this week, and it's and it's also you know I mean I, I think all the all the prophetic people on this podcast are perking up their ears now, saying, uh, "Oh my God, oh Chris." Chris's vehicles are under attack. Something, something's going on there, and I'm not, I'm not one to jump to, you know. This, now, I think you and I are the same in this. You know, not everything is a, is a, is a, is a spiritual show, right? But uh, maybe there's something to that too. So I don't know. That's something I gotta pray into and discern and see what the Lord says. And but you're growing and you're learning through it. And that, and that was cool to at the end of the week, be able to say. Man, I, yeah, yeah, those kind of crappy things happened, but I, I, I met Jesus in them, or more accurately, He met me in in my selfishness, my humanity, my wanting to be the one in control. He stepped in, invited me into something different, and instead of saying no, Jesus, I got to deal with this, I met, I stepped in, I stepped into what He invited.
1: Yeah. As, awesome. as best as best I could, you know. That's awesome. I mean, in a rough week to have, sit here and have this conversation and not be angry and torn up and, you know, heartbroken yeah. or frustrated by, by all of it. It reminded me of a, f- a few stories. That, and, and I just want to speak to, I guess, the – I think we discount how our interactions are a testimony to others. Mm. You know what I mean? The expectation from that kid, your neighbor kid, was – I've got to protect myself yeah, yeah. by not being honest. Um, and, and like you said, you invited him into viewing things in a different way. I know uh, several years ago, we had our car <laughs> backed into at a ball diamond mm-hmm. at, at a um, parking mm-hmm. parking lot. And one of my friends was the county sheriff that showed up to deal with it. And he's like, well, you know, sh- she left. She hit ooh, us, ooh. somebody watched it, yeah. and then she left. And it was uh, just an opportunity that had a big impact on my friend, the police officer, because we're like, hey, bring her back here. Let's talk to her about it. And it wasn't a kid, it was an yeah. adult. Yeah. But he was just like, I've never seen anybody do that. And I'm not saying that from a prideful perspective. Yeah. It's only because the Lord leads us into to those things. Our kid my kids recently have been um heard a lot of my phone calls with a a new friend of mine Mm -hmm. um who's a lifelong alcoholic and drug addict and is in six months uh god has radically changed his world but um, one afternoon he called and was just in tears and angry and you know something happened where he was going to get a fine and he wasn't going to be able to pay for it and it was an unjust situation and I got him calmed down. My son's sitting in the truck with me and hear that conversation of, you know, you're loved getting mm. in, go going and getting a drink is only go, is not going to change the situation. Mm. And my son, like every time this friend calls me, he sees it on the caller ID and is like, Oh, pick that up, you know? That's and cool. he's here in language that, you know, uh, is not probably the most appropriate for t- yeah. but it's real, it's real, yeah. Yeah. real life. And so those are things that I know are having an impression on him, on my son of how do we handle things? How do we deal mm. with things? And I think the biggest thing, whether it's my son, whether it's my alcoholic friend, whether it's the situations you're talking about is just the honesty of living in the reality of what am I really able to control here? Mm. You couldn't have changed that. that kid hit your car or yeah. the girl hit, you know, rear end. You can't change it. So it's like, take a breath, ask the Lord to enter in, remain who we're supposed to be, people of love and grace and peace, and have conversations that lead people in that direction. I think so much of that comes from, I mean, being a jerk, pride, whatever, it comes from we want to control the situation. Yeah. And now it's out of my control, and so I'm going to be frustrated with that.
0: I feel like that's been my whole life really. <laughs> well, and, and we I mean we've talked about this. We've talked about this this concept before, but the fact that it, it's it's it it's like God's primary concern in every situation that happens is hey you where's your heart? Yeah. Like where where are you in this regardless of what else is going on? Where are you in all this? Hundred percent. And I, I mean, whether it's good happening, whether it's bad happening, whether it's controllable or uncontrollable, it's what's in your heart. Yeah, and that's and that's what I'm. I don't know. I'm trying to be trying to be more aware of and and uh, and this is helping. I'm I'm grateful we get to do this. And that is that is
1: Romans twelve. Mm. That is living a life of sacrifice. Living a life of Humility, living a life of worship unto the Lord is what is the posture yeah. of my heart going to be all the time? Yeah, yeah. You know, is it is it allowing him to to be empty of myself and frustration and anger? And what am I empty of myself that I can be full of him? Mm. And what would he bring to the table? Like yeah. you said, yeah, wisdom, discernment, love, peacemaking, grace, mercy. I mean, that's who he is. Right. And so, wow, that's uh, we 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 dove right into the deep end, right here off the bat. I we? think so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. How about you? How was uh, how was your Dude, week? Dude,
1: I had, I had the most incredible week.
0: Awesome. I'm sorry that yours was not. That <laughs> you know. You know what? <laughs> we talk about this on Saturday nights, right? It's like, hey, good or bad, wh- like, yes. whatever your week looks like. Talk about Jesus showing up in your week. Yeah. And I can wholeheartedly tell you, Jesus showed up in my week. Yeah. Yeah, you know, for sure. Self. It
1: wasn't that bad.
0: That was and,
1: and that was uh, you learned from hardship. I learned from being affirmed in who I've been created to be by having opportunities to love people well. Um it, just a connection with the Lord in a unique way um that was that was awesome. I mean, I, I, he wouldn't care. I posted about him this week. I mean, my my friend is is Michael Jackson and Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Michael Jackson, uh, looks nothing like the (laughs) pop artist. Um, and just, I got to spend two days with him, um, helping him out, driving him around different places to take care of different errands and, and just being a friend, right? Like I'm, uh, he's not a project. I'm not trying to fix anybody. Like we talk about Jesus and he talks about how God's changing his life and, um, and it's unique to him and that this is
0: the this is the lifelong alcoholic and that like you were born about born with
1: a um yeah. substance in his body and first join at thirteen and I mean he had his house condemned because there were so many people and so many he goes you could get any any kind of drug you wanted in this house And he had his cause he was done. He was he was tired of the lifestyle totally incredible story like he shows up yeah. this summer and gives us surrenders his life to jesus and hasn't had crazy. It, been sober ever crazy since. story Yeah. unbelievable yeah. And, and 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 like i put in my social media post not a story about michael jackson story about god's work and his power so we just we spent a couple days together and it was just like it was it was great and family's going well and my heart seemed in a good place to the point that I have my, I had a counseling appointment on Friday and I'm sharing all this stuff and like, man, I'm, I'm right where God wants me to be and being affirmed and loving people well. And, uh, <laughs> I stopped probably 10 minutes into the session and I looked at him and I said, I really don't know why I'm here. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> now, now, as we've talked about already uh, this morning before we started the the, the podcast, my last twenty four hours have been awful. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it was a quick jump from hey, life's great to you know just struggle and illness and different things that. Um, but again, it's taking the opportunity for me. It's taking the opportunity to step in what God has it, through time with Michael Jackson, through different discussions, through intimacy with the Lord, through the relationship with my kids and my spouse. And, um, it, and it's all about what he's doing in my life. And, um, and, and we've been through seasons, right? Like the last two and a half years have been incredibly hard. And now, you know, we're kind of in this, I'm in this different season of there's still things, Things along the way, for sure, yeah. that are difficult and weigh on you, weigh on me. But like, there's also that's actually I said that in counseling. I said I felt like I was in a pressure cooker for a couple of years. Like, mm. what's the next thing, and when am I going to explode? <laughs> and in response to that, kind of yeah. what we're talking about. Yeah. And I, when you're in that place, when you're in the storm, when you're in the tunnel, and feel like I don't know how to escape. I don't know if there's going to be a deep breath to be taken. Like you forget that there's light shining at the end of Mm. the tunnel. And I kind of feel like, oh, at least for this period, at least this week, maybe, I don't know. Like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm walking out of the tunnel and and God's just, just doing some cool stuff, man. So
0: Hmm. yeah, I can't help, but, and I'm not, poking fun at you or anything, but I can't help. I can't get over that. You know, we're, we're here to talk about mental health. You're sitting in your counselor's office telling him, I don't know why I'm even here this week. (laughs) And 24 hours later, you know, your, your, your week takes a hard left. Sure. You know,
1: isn't that life though? Yeah. I mean, in the here and now, like, I know that God hasn't left me. I know that, you know, he is faithful and loves me, and uh, but yeah, it's just how how do you handle that? Yeah. Like yes. like you did all week long. How do you handle those situations that confront us in life? Um, actually, I'll speak to this. I don't know. It just hit me. I just got a new hat this week. Pretty excited about it. I've actually had a lot you,
0: of. You do like your hats. I let do me like guess. My hats. Let me guess. Is it black? It is black. Okay. Does it have white lettering or it a white picture? Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I've simplified.
1: Uh I've actually had several people ask what it what it's about. It, it on the front there's a patch that says into the storm. And I just randomly came across, you know, one of those ads on Instagram for Fronig Farms, Froning Farms, something like that. They are a bison farm and one of the guys that one of the owners does crossfit and all that yep. kind of stuff. But um so they do beef jerky or I'm sorry bison jerky okay. and things like that. But they have some pretty cool gear and this says into the storm. And there's an explanation uh, on their website that bison, when there is a storm approaching or, or when they're in the midst of a storm, they don't cower to it. They don't turn their backs to it like some other animals. They actually face it and mm. start walking towards the wind, the rain, the snow, whatever. And it just for them it became a uh, a mantra, I guess, wow. of when the storm comes, when the battle comes, when the hardship is confronting you, to turn towards it and mm. face it and walk into it. Wow! Because it's not going to go away. Right. And it actually, they, I, I believe, one of, part of the explanation was that it actually eases the pain, hmm. which seems contradictory. And maybe it is. And maybe I'm making this up. <laughs> but, and obviously we have a whole faith component. Yeah. But to but to be able to turn towards the things that are going to happen in this life, the struggles, people hitting your <laughs> vehicle, flat tires, illness, whatever it is, and face it. And even as I say this, I think of, you know, cancer patients where it's like all, the, all of a sudden it becomes this, I am facing this head on and I'm, and so, man, just even, well, wearing that hat around reminds me, like when it's difficult, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go after it.
0: Well, it reminds me of uh, something that we've, I mean, a verse that we've quoted several times already uh, in this podcast uh, since we started. James one, consider it pure joy mm-hmm. when you go through various trials and so on. Right, the testing of your faith through is perseverance, and let it go all the way, and you'll be, you'll be all good. And uh, yeah, so that's a whole lot different that that bison mentality is a whole lot different than the uh i don't know I don't know what you call it, the the uh, avoidance yeah that we and when i say we i mean i mean most people christian or not but but sure. well this, this is a christian podcast so we white mainly white american christians like to avoid pain we like to avoid we don't we don't face anything and and, you know, you said something important. You said it, it, it almost makes the pain easier. And, and, and I'm with you. I don't, I don't know how true that is, but it makes the pain purposeful. Mm.
1: <laughs> That's good.
0: Right? Because yeah. James wrote, consider it pure joy, my brethren, when you go through various trials. And then he goes on to list all these benefits of going through it. And when you willingly take on that pain, with Jesus. Yeah. Because you can take it on without Jesus, right? And Good luck. Yep. But when you take it on in the Holy Spirit, and you let him lead you through it, that pain takes you somewhere.
1: Yeah, we... Was it last, last week maybe we were talking? We often have a couple halfway houses and recovery homes bring um, people to our church gathering, and... You can talk to anybody that goes through recovery, and there's so much evidence you can, you can fight and I don't know if you ever say beat alcoholism or you know you can you can overcome an addiction without Jesus.
0: AA is a thing, <laughs> right? A successful right, right. thing.
1: But man, you watch some of these guys and women that walk through it and face it head on and are going with understanding and learning that oh the god of the universe loves me there's a reason it make it puts a purpose yeah. behind the brokenness yeah. that has caused me to step into addiction or whatever
0: I, i'll never forget this guy in it, when i was in rehab it was it was i was maybe 3 quarters of my way through the time and and going through a tough time and this, this other student there named Johnny, he was another Egyptian. We were the only two Egyptians in this rehab center in <laughs> Kentucky,
1: right? Shoot, what am I supposed to call you? What's your middle? What's your baptismal? Oh, Bishoy. Ba- Bishoy. If, if I had one. What's but. up, Bishoy? What's up, Bishoy? Little Bishoy.
0: Bishoy. B-shoy. Anyway, I'll never forget something he said to me that, it, 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 it I, he wasn't quoting James, but this, this, this was so impactful in my life. I can, I mean, I can put my finger on it in a way that, I mean, it was because of him saying that, that I was, I was willing to, you know, last week or a couple weeks ago, no, last week, you and I share a little bit of our, our story and sure. the journey into mental health. Yeah. I, I mean that this, what he told me was so impactful that I don't think I would have been able to do what happened last week had it not been for Johnny saying this. and, and i was kind of complaining to him a little bit about how how painful things were how uh, i was dealing with some things with my divorce and with with just recovery and and just how painful it was and how much it hurt sure and trying to figure out a way to like find find god in it and knowing knowing that my temptation was to avoid knowing that what i wanted to do was just sweep the pain under the rug, not deal with it and and put a stamp on it saying, "Hey, this is what faith looks like." Cuz that was my MO. Oh, I was so faithful. <laughs> because I never <laughs> like forget about having faith in the middle of pain. I just swept the pain away and, "Oh yeah, I'm good now." But he said he said something. He just goes and he and he was so tender in the way he said. He's like, "Chris, like he goes, I'm I'm not your counselor. I'm you know, like we're both here together, right? But I can encourage you something. He said, just what you said about the bison. He goes, lean into the pain. Mm. I was like, what? And 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 he encouraged me by saying, when you lean into it, that's where you'll find Jesus. That he's the that the Holy Spirit is there for you in the midst of it. And so as we as we even like bring that into what we're what we're talking about now. Like with with this this mental health conversation, if, if I if I can encourage anyone listening to this with the same thing, like you, like Kylie said, you can go through recovery, you can go through all this all this treatment, you can go you can go get. There's plenty of people who are on a mental health journey without Jesus, but here's what I would say to you: lean into it and lean into Him because he is in that journey with you he's there when it's messy he's there when you don't know the answers he's there when you think no, you know the answers <laughs> he's he meets us there 100 percent of the time he's not he hasn't forgotten about you he's not going to abandon you even the disciples when they were at some of their worst right like whether physically <laughs> we're there in the middle of a storm and all of a sudden see him walking on the water and then and they think he's sleeping and really he's just I mean well he's sleeping right but he was still in control <laughs> is my point right even um in their in their arguments of how how the kingdom was supposed to come to earth or what it was supposed to be like when they were in the kingdom and who's going to be the best and the greatest sure like Jesus never abandoned them he met them right where they were every time
1: I know I referred to that tunnel or pressure cooker that you you know I felt like I was in for a long time which led to you know the the mental health stuff I shared yeah. last week and but to recognize that just as you described my relationship with Jesus is totally different is so much deeper is so much more intimate where I am today than where I was three years ago, and not that i did not that I didn't have a relationship with Jesus, but through all of that, through the the ugliness of it, the beauty of it, it has led to so much growth, so much beauty, so much understanding. Of who he is mm. and how much he cares and loves, and that it, it, I'm in the place that I am now because he was with me. Yeah, if it was just s- struggling day to day without the Creator of the universe in me, with me, there's a whole different level of hope and possibility.
0: I, 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 I was just about to say it's that's what it's about. Hope. You know. Like the hope, uh,
1: the way that you were able to experience struggle this week, you probably wouldn't have handled it the same way 10 years ago. Agreed. Five years ago. Yeah. Because there is this continual growth, maturity. There's this continual hope that there's something better, different, and it comes from intimacy in relationship with Jesus the holy spirit's power within us um and uh, as as hard as the last 3 years have been for so many reasons but especially because of where god has led me now i I'd, I'd, I'd never give it give up i'd never i'd never have it taken back for anything you know and
0: well here here's i mean so i'm sorry oh, i mean interrupt go ahead. no you you good here here's what it comes down to Romans 5, therefore, since we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in the hope of God's glory. And then here's, here's, here's the point of it. Not only this, this is verse 3, but we also rejoice in suffering, knowing that suffering produces endurance, Endurance character and character hope and hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy spirit who has given us. Yeah. If it doesn't end mm. with that, it's just suffering, right? It's <laughs> just suffering and no purpose. Yeah. And, and, and again, and I'm not, you know, if Jesus, if you're, if you're listening to this and you've overcome mental health without Jesus, like good for you. I mean, good yeah. for you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. but I don't, you know, there's, there's a, there's a, a phrase that goes around the, the alcoholic, Anonymous community, a community, talking about being, and, and celebrate recovery in every 12 steps, but talking about how we reach sobriety on the outside, but not the inside. Mm. That we can fix a behavior, but it doesn't fix what's driving the behavior. You, you can fix anxiety with a pill, with some like cognitive behavioral therapy, and with breathing exercises. But you don't fix what's happening inside to make you anxious and nervous without Jesus. And that's why, uh, you know, I know know sometimes I've, I've heard stories of people baffled by how can a Christian, how can a Christian go through so much crap and still believe there's a God? That's it. Because in suffering, We have hope. I'll end with
1: this. Had a conversation yesterday with a couple that, I mean, we get encouraged a lot in our walk of adoption and foster care and what we've been through. And you just nailed it because, I mean, our son is totally different than he was three years ago. I mean, unbelievable. And this couple said to me yesterday he's experiencing love and jesus what from what you just read jesus is the ultimate he our god is a god of love yeah. and so to experience and again same same thing like i'm not discounting or discrediting in any way shape or form the realities of struggle and mental health and brokenness from our life experience but man, experiencing the love of Jesus, the ultimate love that we can experience is really is healing and yeah. it changes us just like it's changed our son.
0: Yeah. Wow, that's cool. That's cool. And and having known CJ since you you know brought him into your home, like I can see that too. And and I can see I can see the suffering in his life that's been answered by hope. And I can see the suffering in your life that's been answered by hope. Yeah. And you and Teresa and your family and 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 your, I don't know. I think that's a good thing. I think that's awesome. So if you're if you're hearing anything today, I know we we landed where we wanted to land. You know, when Kylie and I said, "Hey, what do we want to talk about this this episode?" We landed where we wanted to land. And if if you if you hear anything like he, hear that that suffering plus Jesus ends in hope because of Jesus. Suffering without Jesus. I mean. Yeah, we're we never we never spoke up about our, our problems with whether it's addiction, mental health, whatever it is, without wanting to be transformed inside. Want to be sober inside. And there is, there is no other way but Jesus. He's the one who calms all the storms. He's the one who, who brings peace. You can do all the therapy you want and continue do it. Kylie said it yesterday, last time, and uh, I'll echo it. Like, we should all do it. We should all do as much therapy as we can. Jesus is the answer for all of it. Yeah? Yeah. All right.
1: Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, we would love for you to do all the things, like, rate, all that stuff. Um, we are having a great time doing this. We are hearing from a lot of you that it's, it's beneficial, and that's really our hope. It's, uh, clearly, it's beneficial for us, and we hope that it's beneficial for all of you. And so, until next time, see you. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. Bye.